Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. This time, I want to talk about Nearly Headless Nick. Ah, Nearly Headless <laughs> Nick. Mm-hmm. The ghost. Yes, you know who and, this is. <laughs> and in the films played by um, John Cleese from Indeed. Uh, Monty Python, mm -hmm. uh, among other things. Yes. Monty Python, the flying circus. All right, awesome. Exactly. Nearly Headless Nick. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Nearly Headless Nick is the ghost of Gryffindor Tower, specifically. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Or Gryffindor House. Do you happen to know what his real name is? His full name? Well, Nicholas, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was another Nicholas Flamel, and I'm, uh, mm -hmm. that's where my mind is going. So okay. I, don't, I don't know. Well, it's not mentioned very, very often in the movies anyway. In the books, okay. it's mentioned a few times. But his full name is Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. <laughs> yeah, I would not have gotten that. No. <laughs> right, so he's a sir, correct? Yes, he he's a sir. So one more time for me. Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. De Mimsy Porp or Pork? Porp. Porp. Porpington. So not Porkington. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although when we get there, it's kind of related. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to throw it out there right now. If mm -hmm. there is a fan of Harry Potter out there who has mm -hmm. a pet pig and has mm -hmm. not named their pet pig <laughs> Sir Nicholas whatever Porkington. <laughs> Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porkington. That Do is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, quite a name. Let's yes. dive on in. Sir Nicholas was uh, a wizard of the royal court. So he was kind of like, you know, the Merlin, you know, he was the wizard at, within the court of people. Unfortunately, he tried to do a good deed and straighten the teeth of a woman named Lady Grieve. And it went a little wry and he ended up giving her tusks. And <laughs> <laughs> Tusks, okay. Yeah, he ended up giving her tusks and the people of the court were not pleased with this and they, no. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, took away his wand and... Decided he was going to be executed the next day. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yes. So they didn't even give him a chance to like try to fix it or, you know, he didn't have his wand so he couldn't save himself. So he ended up being executed on October 31st, 1492. He was supposed to be decapitated, but the axe was so blunt that the executioner slammed it into his neck 45 times oh. before it actually killed Nick. But in the end, it didn't actually remove his head completely, <laughs> which hence the name Nearly Headless. <laughs> yes, that sounds horrible. Yes. <laughs> but in a funny way. Five times. I mean, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm picturing a comedian, right, telling that story as right. the actor. But in reality, that's a horrible way to go. Yes, like, yes. So Nicholas wrote a, a ballad about his 
the end of his life here. And, the Ballad of Saint Nick. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I won't do the whole thing because it's a little bit long, but the, the beginning of it is, it was a mistake any wizard could make who was tired and caught on the hop. One piffling error and then to my terror, I found myself facing the chop. <laughs> yep. Yep. The punishment didn't quite fit the crime. No. But uh, no. <laughs> it's a good story. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, he he kind of wears that big rough like the Shakespearean collar kind of thing right. to to help keep his head stable. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, here's kind of the sad part is that, you know, he feared death. He feared it so much he didn't pass over and he stayed behind and became a ghost. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't that it took 45 blows or something. <laughs> it was that he was so afraid of passing over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because he's the Gryffindor ghost and the predominant Gryffindor characteristic is bravery. Right. Right? Well, maybe he just needs to hang out in Gryffindor a little bit more to, to have some more of that bravery rub off. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, he is, you know, generally a friendly, helpful, well-liked ghost, you know. He's proud of his noble heritage, so he's a bit snobbish or, like, bristles if you say the wrong thing to him, you know. <laughs> he does serve a good purpose of, after Sirius dies, after the first major death for Harry, Harry goes to him and asks him about death and about ghosts and, you know, why isn't Sirius a ghost or will he come back as a ghost, you know, and Nearly Headless Nick kind of helps him understand that and that no, Sirius won't because, you know, he's a, a braver, stronger person than I was and he'll, he will cross over. He won't stick around, hmm. you know, he's not afraid. I wonder if, uh, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, obviously everything that Rowling put into these series was for a reason and mm -hmm. geared towards kids so i mean that's a great that's a great lesson and mm. and story and moment mm -hmm. um, for 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 kids reading the series too a lot of people make decisions in life mm -hmm. because of fear especially yeah. the fear of dying you know at a certain age you start fearing death you mm -hmm. start realizing that that's a thing mm -hmm. And so it's, I think it's a important, even if it was a very small little side story within the series, mm -hmm. to have a moment like that to kind of help remind kids that, you know, being afraid of death isn't, I don't know, sometimes it can have consequences. And mm -hmm. Nick's consequence of being afraid of death was that he couldn't fully resolve and, and move on. Yeah, exactly. Yep. He's stuck as a ghost forever. <laughs> yeah. So... Yes. Name? Yes, name. So, <laughs> Nicholas comes from the Greek, from Nike, meaning victory. Nike is actually the goddess of victory. Okay. And Laos, meaning people. So, Nike Laos, Nicholas, meaning victory mm. of the people. So, you know, kind of the ordinary people were victorious over the wizard Nick in killing him for this minor infraction. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to tie that in. Yeah. You have a better idea? <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, his his role, right, was he was basically, like you said, kind of the Merlin of the court yeah. back then. The court wizard. So he, was, he was supposed to be, you know, using his skills to improve the people's lives mm -hmm. right yes to, to help them in their victories whatever mm -hmm. those are mm -hmm. yeah and when he wasn't able to do that in one instance right <laughs> the people turned on him yep. and, and <laughs> had their own victory over mm -hmm. him in, in, mm -hmm. in that so yeah that's a, a multiple senses there <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. 
um, where actually the the kind of I think more appropriate tie-in comes from the nickname Nick. You okay. know, um, which <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> a Nick is a small cut. You know, and uh -huh. it took many cuts to kill him. <laughs> right. Many nicks. 45 nicks with an dull yeah, axe. Exactly. Blade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes much more sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Less of a stretch there. Yes. The connection. Yes, exactly. And then Mimsy. Mm -hmm. The most common etymology for Mimsy is from Lewis Carroll, who wrote Alice in Wonderland. Okay. It, it's from the Jabberwocky poem in that world. Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borough groves, and the mome raths outgrabe. He kind of created this word mimsy, and it's a, a combination of flimsy and miserable. Ah. So, you know, Nick is flimsy in the sense that he's a ghost, you know? <laughs> he's kind of this, you know, little echo of a person. And, and kind of miserable in that, you know, he, he can't eat, he can't join the headless hunt, he's stuck, you know, in this world forever. You know, he, he's making the most of it, for sure. Yeah. And embracing, you know, still finding happiness, but there's this kind of underlying misery of just being a ghost in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mimsy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he's so flimsy, you can literally walk through him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But he's not quite as miserable as, like, a moaning myrtle. Right. But yes, nobody's as miserable a... as Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I mean, being a ghost, and mm -hmm. especially it sounds like he's come to terms with and understands why he has become a ghost. Exactly. And why he's stuck as a ghost. And mm -hmm. so maybe there's some misery in that. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there's some self loathing or, you know, why wasn't I able to make this choice right. then? And now I'm stuck with that fear, stuck with my choice because of that fear. Right. Forever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Porkington. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Porpington. <laughs> so Porpington is very close to the word porpentine, porpentine, which is an old word for porcupine. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which itself, porcupine, comes from the Latin for porcus, for pig, and spina, spine, a spiny pig. Um, uh -huh. So there's there's your pig connection. Okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Porpington is kind of related to that word to a porcupine, and maybe like there's a, a part of Greater London area called Orpington. So maybe J.K. Rowling kind of adapted the word with that, maybe even subconsciously uh -huh. in mind. I don't even know, but it's basically porcupine. So he, he's a little prickly mm. if insulted, or you know, he's. Yeah. You know, a little snobbish and prickly that way. Like, who yes, you know, I'm I'm Sir Nicholas, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the expectation of respect and appreciation of the wisdom that he thinks mm. thinks and probably has mm -hmm. maybe comes across as a little prickly and pointed. Exactly. But mm. the best part about it is that it connects back to pigs. <laughs> 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 So I really like that the word porcupine is it means spiny pig. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what is this animal? It kind of looks like a pig, but it's spiny. I don't know. Yes. You shall be called spiny pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's put the full name together. Mm -hmm. 
head chopped off <laughs> with a 45 Nix. <laughs> makes him flimsy and miserable. <laughs> right, makes him kind of kind of flimsy and miserable. And so now he's just a little bit... Just uh, a little prickly. <laughs> a little prickly guy. Yep. Yeah, a prick, prickly ghost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, he has a very fun name, and I kind of like that the the meanings behind his especially middle and last names Mm -hmm. you know they have a bit of a Mm tie-in but they also just have maybe more of the the sound of yes they have this kind of old world knightly name kind of vibe to them Mm -hmm. and a little bit (laughs) poncy yeah but also there's like a little bit in there in the name that it just like there's a bit of a funness to the name. There too, is, there is, yes. There. So like it's it's cool that like I feel like the casting of this character mm. in the films especially was perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they got kind of like an older, wiser, prickly comedian <laughs> to play the guy. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that makes a lot of sense, and I think it's a very, I I, I think the name is fitting in that way, mm-hmm. not just because of the uh, you know the etymology of it, but also just the general vibe it's creating yes exactly (laughs) it describes the character well yes i always like this name (laughs) (laughs) well awesome i'm excited to learn about some more of the ghosts especially because i feel Mm. like maybe they're some more of those kind of more ancillary characters that i don't remember their backstory much and maybe they have nicknames that i know them by but don't know their full names too Mm. Mm mm-hmm Maybe we'll learn about some more ghost characters down the road. I'm sure there are one or two we can talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got tons more stuff to talk about, not just people and ghosts, but also places and things and spells and creatures and everything else in this wonderful wizarding world. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, share it with your friends, rate it as well. We'd love that. Check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Potternips. Yeah, and you can also find us on YouTube. There's animated versions of our episodes, including shorter clips. You just want to watch part of one. And if you want even more bonus material, we've got extra clips from almost all of our episodes on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Potternims. Yeah, until next time, I'm Eric. And I'm Al. And this has been Potternims. All right. Nice.